Planning for your financial future is a lot like solving a puzzle. Sometimes it's simple, like a jigsaw puzzle. You have all the pieces and you just need to find out how they all fit together to reveal the solution. But sometimes planning for retirement is more like a crossword puzzle. You don't even know the answers to some of the clues, let alone how they all fit together. Like how much can I expect to get from Social Security? How much income do I need in retirement? Or how much risk is appropriate? That's why certified financial planner Dan Capril is here to host Solving the Financial Puzzle. On today's show, we want you to learn more about finding the right answers to your financial questions and how those answers can fit together to bring you more peace of mind. So get ready. Solving the Financial Puzzle starts now. Thanks for joining us on Solving the Financial Puzzle this week. Walter Storholt with you, and it's now time to join in with Dan Capril, your local wealth coach right here in Cincinnati and in the Dayton area as well. Dan and his team at Matson and Capril have offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky. Dan, by the way, is a certified financial planner. You can check him out online by going to quizdan.com. That's quizdan.com, or by calling 844-QUIZ-DAN. And Dan, thanks for being here this week. I hope you're doing well. Yeah, I'm doing fantastic, Walt, although my bracket is pretty much destroyed at this point in time. I didn't win the billion dollars from um, uh, Warren Buffett, so uh, I guess we'll have to stick to doing what we do best. But um, heck of a tournament, though, so far, but I have no teams left in this thing. It's amazing that you have, uh, you know, lots of different statistical studies show that you have a better chance of winning the lottery than you oh, do, yeah. you know, getting the perfect bracket. And you wouldn't yeah, think with yeah, only I mean, 64 teams that it would be such astronomical <laughs> possibilities, but they the wonders of math, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's just, and you think that's tough. And then you go to the world of stock picking, which people try to do, and there's far more than 64 stocks out there. So yes. there's a little lesson to be learned when it comes to the NCAA tournament. In fact, I would argue you have a much better chance of getting that right than you do consistently defeating market averages. But I'm getting ahead of myself today. We better not go down the rabbit hole of trying to learn our investing advice from gambling tips. That's probably a bad way to start off the week, so we'll steer clear of that. Uh, Instead, we'll talk about lots of other great things today. We'll have uh, Nikki Early joining us in a little bit to discuss women and wealth and uh, some of the things that impede our decision-making. That's going to be an important conversation to have, plus some of the statements you'll live to regret regret in retirement. All that and much more, including tales from the tax side on the way. But we'll start out with questions from our listeners here in the area, folks who have gone to quizdan.com and said, hey, yeah, so uh, feature my question on the air, and you can do the same thing. We'll start in Kettering with a question from Mary, and she says, Dan, I'm considering the purchase of an annuity to help shore up my retirement income needs. This purchase would represent about half of my investable assets. Do you think that's too much? Well, Mary, that's hard to say. You know, think of an annuity like you would think of a mutual fund, like you would think of a stock. It's an investment tool designed to help you get somewhere. I try to use the analogy of a doctor. You know, doctors have many, many medications and treatments at their disposal. It's just going to depend on the patient as to which treatment is going to work best for them. I will say that dependence or overdependence in any one vehicle can have its downside. The whole idea, if you're an insurance company behind an annuity, is that someone's going to give you money, and if they ask for income at some point from you, you're going to give it to them for the rest of their lives. 
So if you're the insurance company, you need to have a pretty good idea, not only what rate of return you're going to be able to get on that money, but how long they're likely to live. And if you do your job properly as an insurance company, more people will die before you give them all their money back than the ones who will live longer. So the thing to keep in mind is that when you talk about shoring up your retirement, I don't know if the annuity shores up your retirement, but it does lower the level of volatility in your retirement income. Unfortunately, though, that usually can come at a lower rate of return. And if you do activate the income feature of an annuity, depending on how you, the product sets up, there's a strong likelihood that if you die sooner rather than later, there'll be nothing left for your estate. Now, these are not necessarily bad things. We just need to understand that every strategy has its pros and cons. I mean, right now I see people using annuities because they're paying a little bit more than bonds, and that may be appropriate. So we just have to be a little careful with that. The important thing is that it be part of a customization strategy for you. To have half of your money in a fixed income vehicle, I don't see anything wrong with that. Again, depending on your situation, I just want to make sure that issues like liquidity and other things that may enter into play have been factored into your decision. So hard for me to say right off the top here on the show if that's a bad thing. It just needs to be analyzed. So sorry if I give you a cop out, but every strategy has pros and cons, Mary. You just need to understand that and, and make sure that you know what those cons are. Yeah, it's a good point and a great question, Mary. Thanks for sending that one in again. Mary writing to us from Kettering. And if you want to send a question in to be featured on the show, go to quizdan.com. That's quizdan.com. You want to get directly in touch with the team and set up a time to, to meet to discuss your situation. That number is easy to remember, 844 844- Quiz Dan, 844-QUIZ-DAN. Peter in Beaver Creek has our next question. Peter says, how much do your clients normally spend on vacations and traveling each year once they retire? We have a pretty aggressive travel schedule planned, but I'm not sure how much is actually reasonable for us to spend. Well, Peter, if you're not certain how much you should spend on vacations, I'm also a little concerned that you may not know how much you need to spend on other things. Understand that our vacation budget is just part of the overall picture. So the first thing that you need to understand is how much can you afford to spend in total? And then you can decide from there how much of it needs to be on vacations. But now, listen, that depends on individual. I mean, I've got a client who has done so much traveling in his working life he has no desire to travel at all. And I've got others that you know truly do want to see the world. So it depends, but it also gets back to this issue of how much can you realistically spend during retirement? And there's ways to know that. If you have no clue, Pete, you need help. You really need somebody to sit down with you and show you through statistical modeling how much you can reasonably spend during your retirement without having the chance of going broke. I've seen it happen, sadly, time and again. Somebody starts with a pretty good-sized nest egg, and because they never really thought through things like what weddings were going to cost and vacations, and they never said no, they find themselves now in their mid to later retirement years broke. And it's sad. It really is. So I love the fact that you've got an aggressive travel schedule, and and God bless you, go for it. I mean, if, if you're feeling up for it, do it, but make sure you can afford it. Make sure it's factored in as your overall expenses. Travel's just like everything else, and just understand that. Sometimes people are willing to spend a little bit more in their early retirement years than later. That's fine. If it's part of the plan, it can be worked out. 
but don't find yourself in a situation of you know you know living too long i think that's that's very sad i mean it's great that we live longer but don't put yourself in that predicament. You need to know the answer to that, Peter. A long life is great if you can continue to thrive in it, and that's what's important to remember here, that you can plan for, yes, thriving in retirement, but also be able to plan for the fact that you know you may have other issues that pop up in retirement. So great to be thinking about the vacation side of that equation, but also consider some of the other very important things and some of those realistic things we have to keep in mind as well. Make sure you have it all uh, planned out out and that you're not just guessing. I, I think too many people are just guessing their way through retirement. Do you see that, Dave? Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. Or what they'll do is they'll figure, well, you know, we had a pretty good year in our portfolio this year, so we can spend a little bit more. Maybe you can. The problem is, is you're going to have some negative years. You're going to have some flat years. Chances are you're probably having one right now. So when you have this unusually good year, it's not a reason to go out and spend more. It's You have to stick to the plan because there's going to be those negative years and it's going to have to work it out. But yeah, you got to have a strategy. And the lack of being really disciplined and understanding that strategy is a big reason why people go broke. They just don't think it through. They think, oh, I've got more than enough. And you don't. The math works, but you got to do the math first. Absolutely. Again, reach out to Dan Capril and his team at Matson and Capril serving you here in Cincinnati and Dayton by calling 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. Go to quizdan.com for more information as well. Last question of the week on the listener line comes to us from John in Centerville. John says, I feel that we should have saved more over the years, and I'm a little embarrassed that most of our friends and neighbors all seem to have close to a million dollars in their savings. Well, we have about uh, half that much. Am I going to be working until I die? Well, John, first of all, you know, there's something I like to refer to as called portfolio envy, and that's usually what <laughs> happens when we tend to uh, compare ourselves to our neighbors. So, look, whether or not you have enough has to be determined based on your needs. There's so many other factors that enter into play. So, no, I, I refuse to believe that there's this magical number. A few years ago, I got interviewed by USA Today, and they were asking me, you know, can you retire with under a million dollars? I said, yeah, I got plenty of clients who are doing it. Now, they don't live the same lifestyle as the person who's got $5 million. No. Although sometimes the person with $5 million really is living a rather modest lifestyle, which is probably why they have $5 million. But it has to be customized to you. And there's so many other factors that enter into play. Obviously, Social Security income is a part of it if you receive a pension income, et cetera. So, you know, more, sure, more is better. But to think that you can't retire because you've got a half a million dollars now, no, that's that's just that's not true. What, what has to happen, though, is, again, you got to have a plan. you got to have a strategy. The wealth coaching program that we put together is designed to look at things like this. I mean, the first thing that we do is we look at the direction you're currently heading in. So if you made no changes, are you going to get there? It's like an airplane. When the airplane's flying over Kansas and it's headed to, towards New York, it doesn't really care. Am I really headed towards JFK or, or am I on a line to Newark? No, nah, just look, am I going northeast? Do I have enough fuel in the plane? So the first thing that we're going to do is take a look at your situation and determine if you're heading in the right direction. Do you have enough money to get you there? And if you do, great. But if you don't, what changes do you need to make now so that you don't get caught by surprise later? For example, do you need to work longer? That might be a possibility. How about retiring on less? How about saving more? Or how about changing your investment strategy 
so that you increase your chances for a higher and maybe a more consistent rate of return. And that's actually the one most people would prefer to do. So these are the four variables that you have to look at. Just because your nest egg differs from that from somebody else, look, people retire all the time on, on different amounts of money. My encouragement for all of you, you know, Mary, Peter, John, I mean, these are all great planning type questions that are not going to be answered by last year's rate of return or, or this quarter's interest rates or anything like that. All these are going to be done by looking at your situation, studying it very carefully, giving you an analysis that's not based on the sale of a product, and then letting you make the decisions that you have to make to get to where you want to be, or maybe make the adjustments that you need to make. That's really what a good plan is. That's what our wealth coaching program is all about. And I really encourage you, listeners, if you're in similar type situations, get the wealth coaching program for yourself. At the very least, come on in, sit down. Nick and I will talk to you. We'll get a feel for your situation. Trust me, if we don't feel you need it, we'll be the first ones to tell you. Less than half the people that we meet with that we recommend that they work with us. There's a number of reasons for that, but a lot of times they're already set. They're on their way. But I think it's nice to have an objective person to at least listen to your story. And then if you do need some direction, if you do need some focus, that's what we're designed to do. That's what we'll do for you. And again, here's the number to call to reach Dan Capril and his team at Matson and Capril, serving you in Cincinnati, Dayton, and the surrounding communities. 844-QUIZ-DAN is your number to call. That's 844-784-9326. 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. They have offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky. Dan's a certified financial planner. It can help you better prepare for your financial future but you have to take the first step you have to take action and get that second opinion of what you're currently doing 844-QUIZ-DAN is your number to call again that's 844-784-9326 call now for a complimentary review you can be meeting with dan and his team in the near future 844-QUIZ-DAN this is Solving the Financial Puzzle. Coming up next, Nikki Early steps into the studio. We'll talk about women and wealth and uh, much more right around the corner. Stay tuned. Dan Capril is your local advisor in Cincinnati and Dayton. He's a certified financial planner and the person that you can turn to for guidance and advice in the financial world. His team has offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky. Call to schedule a complimentary review of your retirement plan by dialing 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. If you need some wealth coaching, some time to discuss how you can better prepare for retirement, then call Dan and the team at Matson and Capril at 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. It's okay to admit it. Sometimes you need a little help solving the crossword puzzle in the paper, like 44 across. Something is rotten in Denmark. If you've never heard that phrase or read Hamlet, you'd be lost. So you might ask the person next to you in the waiting room, another passenger in the car, or even turn to Google. Eventually, you'd learn that it's another way of saying something smells fishy, or as the actual answer puts it, I smell a rat. We all need a little help solving puzzles from time to time, and it's no different in the financial world. That's why certified financial planner Dan Capril is here to help you solve the financial puzzle in your life. Turn to him and ask the questions that bog you down. 
tell him about how you're struggling to go from point A to point B in your planning process, and he'll help you figure it all out. Just call 844-784-9326. 844-QUIZ-DAN to get started today. Don't be afraid to ask for help solving the financial puzzle. 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326 or 844-QUIZ-DAN. Time for a little puzzle history. We've all heard of and probably have tried to solve the Rubik's Cube. It's a 3D puzzle invented in 1974. Did you know it was originally called the Magic Cube? Millions of these cubes have been sold across the world over the years and are so popular they've even sparked competitions to see who can solve them the fastest. At last check, the fastest to ever solve the Rubik's Cube was Colin Burns with a time of 5.25 seconds. The rest of us probably have a long way to go. Let's get back to solving the financial puzzle with Dan Caprill. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle. Walter Storholt with you. We've booted Dan out of the studio for a couple of minutes and made way for Nikki Early, who is a financial advisor and coach with the team at Matson and Capril, serving you here in the Cincinnati and Dayton areas with offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and in northern Kentucky as well. Nikki, thanks for being here this week. How are you? I am great. Thanks for having me, Walter. Glad to hear it. Looking forward to our conversation. We're going to be talking about some of the decision-making impediments that we often see in the financial world. And these things uh, apply to women, but I think in, in a broader sense apply uh, to, to everyone. A lot of people will face these kinds of things. And I think, Nikki, for some people, the biggest problem with their financial planning isn't that they make the wrong decisions. It's that they often fail to make decisions at all. They just have barriers in their way that keep them from, you know, making decisions to begin with. So I want to discuss some of the things that can cause that uh, decision-making process to stall. And I think for many, whether it's a financial thing or just in everyday life, for my wife and I, it's where to go eat. There's just too many decisions to make when we try to decide what restaurant to go to, and it leads us to just not making a decision for quite some time. On a more serious note, though, that happens in the financial world, too. Absolutely, Walter. I mean, think of all the different issues that you face during retirement planning. You have to choose when to take Social Security, if you have a pension, whether or not maybe to take a spousal benefit along with that, whether or not you should have life insurance. Is it really important to me when I'm not a wage earner? Do I need life insurance? Where should I invest my money for not only growth, but also for income? thing you have to factor in tax planning. So for some people, it's just completely overwhelming. They don't know where to start. So it's definitely an issue when we're planning for retirement. Well, just breaking down one of those examples, Social Security, it in itself has so many different combinations and so many decisions to make, so many different possibilities that you have to weigh. Right. And then you factor in the fact that all the laws are changing. So That's there you right. go. Yeah. They just throw another wrench. Right as you get it all figured out, they, they change exactly. it up a little bit on you. So too many decisions to make often leads to no decision being made. Uh, also, another thing that we see a lot of the time, too much research uh, is done by people. Now, too much research, you know, research sounds like a good thing, but I guess too much of it can be bad. Well, we always want to be prudent in any decision we make, and I applaud people for doing research. But if you're out there on the internet surfing, you're going to find a million reasons to buy one thing and then a million reasons not to buy it. 
Uh, for instance, if you Google gold, I bet you can find thousands and thousands of articles on why you should have gold in your portfolio. But likewise, there's going to be another thousand or two thousand articles about why you shouldn't. Absolutely. I think that's another good uh, good thing to cover. So too many decisions, too much research is what we see. And uh, maybe this comes with the research or maybe it's on its own, but there's just confusion all the time. It just really abounds in the financial world and people get confused and they kind of shrug their shoulders and give up. Absolutely. Um, finances for many people are just really confusing. I mean, anything related to math in general. And unfortunately, what happens is people end up burying their heads in the sand because they don't want to get frustrated. So don't let the confusion of finances, it's really not as difficult as you think. Seek out a financial planner to help you through all this confusion. Again, the number to call to reach Dan Capril, Nikki Early, and the team at Matson and Capril right here in Cincinnati and Dayton, 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle, helping you put together the different pieces to have a solid and secure financial plan. 844-QUIZ-DAN. Again, your number to call, 844-784-9326. We're talking about some of the things that keep people from making decisions to begin with, not just uh, worrying about making the wrong decisions, but, hey, I'm having trouble making a decision, period. We've talked about so far confusion and how people do too much research and where there are too many decisions to make many of the time. And something else that sticks out is that people just kind of have an aversion to talking about money. They just don't want to talk about it, Nikki. Yeah, absolutely. You may have grown up in a household where talking about finances or money was taboo. Um, we use a couple different tools at our practice to actually analyze how our clients feel about money and how it relates to their happiness. In many cases, we're able to help them uncover things about themselves that they didn't realize, like how they feel about money and how sometimes those feelings dictate their actions when it comes to financial matters. So, yeah, well, there's a lot of people out there just very uncomfortable about discussing money. Yeah, absolutely. So there's another thing. It doesn't really stem from discomfort talking about money, but other things stand in the way of kind of starting or bolstering that conversation. And that's when people have gone through traumatic life events. My mom works in HR for the state, and she has to deal with this a lot. When spouses die, she has to meet with the surviving spouse and walk them through financial issues. And some people are able to have that conversation, and others it takes prodding, it takes time, and some she really has to encourage and remind them there are important decisions for you to make. You have to be able to open up and talk about these things, but traumatic life events often lead people to not wanting to make decisions. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't even have to be a death of a spouse. It could be an illness in your family. It could be going through a divorce. There could be a loss of a job. Mm. So there's a lot of things out there that mentally people are just not prepared to make big financial decisions. We worked with a couple in particular that I can think about, and we'll just call them Bob and Judy, but Bob was forced into retirement about five years prior to when he thought he was ready, financially and emotionally. 
And then he tried to find a comparable job for about a year. He didn't have any luck. He became somewhat depressed. Finally, Judy dragged him in and we had a conversation. And really what happened was we found out that they weren't in nearly as bad a shape as they originally thought. Would it be advantageous for Bob to go back to work? Yes, absolutely. But did he need to earn the salary that he was previously earning? No. So he was able to A, feel good about the situation that him and Judy were in, and B, get a job that he actually enjoyed. So again, just taking the steps, even though we have some traumatic things going on in our life, uh, and getting clarity can help with the financial planning process. So if you find yourselves in any of these situations, whether it's being overwhelmed by too many decisions, the amount of information out there, if you're generally just confused, or don't like talking about money, or have recently had a life change, go ahead, give us a call. We'll set up a time, we'll dig deep, we'll see what's really holding you back. We'll help make everything less overwhelming and confusing for you. Again, here's the number to call, 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326 to get a complimentary review of where you are currently right now in your financial life and what might need to change to match your goals and your needs and your wants in your later financial years like retirement 844-QUIZ-DAN your number to call that's 844-784-9326 that'll allow you to have a conversation with Nikki Early, Dan Capril and the team at Matson and Capril serving you in Cincinnati and Dayton 844-QUIZ-DAN that's 844-784 9326. That's your number to call to get in touch with the team. Nikki, thanks as always for your insight here on Women and Wealth, and we'll look forward to talking to you again next week. Great. Thank you, Walter. Absolutely. And we'll be back with Dan in just a moment as he comes back to the studio. I guess we'll let him back in. Uh, when he comes back, we'll be talking about some of the statements you'll live to regret in retirement. Uh, interesting conversation right around the corner here on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Puzzles go by a lot of names. There are jigsaw puzzles, crosswords, word searches, Sudoku, anagrams, trivia, riddles, brain teasers, brain bashers, brain twisters, brain knitters, knotters, and bogglers. You get the idea. It's kind of like financial planners and advisors. A lot of people call themselves a financial advisor, but there are often a lot of differences between these people. Some only sell insurance, some are RIAs, some can't sell stocks, some are RFCs, some are IRA experts, some are chartered retirement planning counselors. The list goes on and on. It can be difficult to know who's really a financial planner. Who really is going to make decisions in your best interest rather than just what's suitable for you? That's why it's important that you know Dan Capril is a certified financial planner, or CFP for short. CFPs make a career-long commitment to meet the ever-changing needs of their clients. That's the kind of person you want to work with when planning for retirement. So forget all those other riddlers in the financial world and work with the best. Contact Dan Capril at 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326. Call 844-QUIZ-DAN. Want more information about Dan Capril and the team at Matson and Capril? Visit us on the web by going to AskDan.com. That's AskDan.com. 
This is Solving the Financial Puzzle. Walter Storholt with you alongside Dan Caprell. He's back in the studio ready to help us better prepare for our financial futures. Dan is a certified financial planner and serves you here in Cincinnati and in Dayton as well with offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky also. Dan's your local wealth coach here on the show. 844-QUIZ-DAN, your number to call for information and to set up a time to meet, 844-QUIZ-DAN. You can also go online to quizdan.com. Dan, we're going to talk about statements you'll live to regret in your financial life. Yeah, the famous last words, I like to call them. Exactly. And uh, just to kind of kick off, I don't know, maybe it's a bit on a somber note, but uh, an engineer who helped build the Titanic once said even God himself could not sink this ship. Uh, no, it's true. That they, they thought it was completely unsinkable. And, um, you know, it was almost like a Greek tragedy in a way, you yeah. know, claiming that, and then you see what happens. We're assuming that he regretted that statement at some point down the road. And uh, we oh, want to yeah. talk about mm-hmm. some of those same kinds of things that happen in the financial world. So some of the financial okay. statements that people often make, I'm sure you've heard these things before during your career, and now we can look back on them and see how they came back to bite these folks. And then let's learn from these mistakes. Uh, I know that uh, it was heard one time, uh, someone said, I told myself a few years ago that I'd get out of the market if I ever recovered what I lost in 2008. But now I think I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. I bet you're hearing that a lot these days. There's always a tendency for us to take what's happening in the present and project it into the future as if what we've experienced over the last month, year, whatever, is just going to continue. And that's never the case. We know logically that markets react randomly. We know that they react randomly because of the fact that news is random. So we know we don't have any control over that, but there's always this tendency to want to to think at least that's the way it is. Our, our brains have a hard time dealing with randomness. Look, there's probably always going to be a need to have some of your money in equities simply because of the fact that you need to get real growth over taxes and inflation. But your portfolio needs to be designed for where you are in life. And I had examples over the years where people, you know, they had all their money in their company stock because the stock was doing well. I think of GE a few years ago when it was trading at $65 a share and by 2008 it got down to eight bucks a share. I mean, we need to understand that the future is is clearly unpredictable. So. You know, if you have recovered, maybe your current portfolio is right for you, but there's a way to determine that. And you have to be very careful about taking what's happened last week, last month, last year, and think that that is a good example of what's going to happen in the future week, month, or year. It's not. The past does not equal the future, no matter how badly we want it to. Yeah, and a lot of people want to kind of change the past, and they can't do it. They want the future to be a certain way, and you can't guarantee that either. And uh, that's why you've got to be sure that you're not making these statements that you're going to regret later on. Uh, Something else that we've heard, Dan, I like the security of keeping my money in cash because I know at least I won't lose it. Yeah, that's what I called going broke safely because Uh, you know that taxes and inflation are going to eat away at your money. But you figure, well, at least it's safe. But is it really safe? Is it really safe when you're not getting any growth on it at all? It's not. So understand that. Understand that your money and its purchasing power is always shrinking literally every single day. Uncle Sam's going to get a piece of what low interest rate the bank is going to pay you. So it's kind of a myth. Look, there's probably a portion of your portfolio that should be in cash. But 100%, well, unless you're maybe in your late 80s and poor health, 
I doubt that's the case. Um, chances are you're, you're more in need of something that's well diversified that's going to subject you to some volatility. Look, this is the emotional part of investing that we don't like, but it's just a fact of life. And we have to understand that it's a process. And if we factor this volatility into the equation, chances are we're going to be okay. But you need to have an understanding of how that's going to work. And the volatility and the whole plan needs to be customized to you. We're talking with Dan Capril here in the Cincinnati and Dayton areas. He's your local wealth coach, a certified financial planner. We're talking about the statements you'll live to regret. And this one I think a lot of people uh, regret after they think this way, Dan. And that's when people say, mm. you know what, nobody in my family has lived past 75. We're, and, I, and I know somebody who's just like this, by the way. Uh, yeah. No one in my family's lived past 75, so I'm not really planning to live a long time either. I, I, I'm just, I'm going to plan <laughs> to live a short span and live it up these final couple of years. Well, you know, unless you unless you plan on having a hand in that matter, you don't know. And, and the reality is that thankfully, due to modern medicine, healthier lifestyles, we do, as a society, live far longer than past generations. I mean, although they don't anymore, and I'm glad my parents both smoked when I was a kid. Their parents smoked. I'm sure their grandparents smoked. Well, we didn't have the health screening and all those types of things that today we almost take for granted. So longevity is a reality, and from a planning standpoint, it's a challenge. And if you're going to take that attitude, you know, that was the attitude Mickey Mantle had. Mickey Mantle said, I don't know, I think he was probably about 70 when he died. But he, no one in his family, no male in his family, I think, had even seen the age of 50. So Mick's attitude was later, he said, you know, if I knew I was going to live so long, I would have taken better care of myself. Yeah. you got to be real careful about that. Look, yeah, genetics do play a part of it. But I always say one of our philosophies or one of our mantras is that good planning does not require death to be successful. And that's exactly what people are doing when they say, well, I'm only going to live to be you know, 75. Look, if you get to age 70, your likelihood is, is that you're going to live past 80. So you got to understand this. This is, this is another thing that we tell ourselves because we don't want to do what we need to do to do it the right way. You're deluding yourself, and the world is full of people who later had regrets because they failed to do that. Look, plan on living longer. If you don't, you're not going to know any better. But why not at least plan on having a strategy for that? If your health starts to fail, well, you can address it when the time comes. But, you know, for someone in their 50s, just to decide, that oh, I'll be dead at 75. Well, I, you can think that way. But, you know, the, the facts are you're probably going to live a lot longer than you think you are. And you are going to live longer than your parents. Yeah, you are. And uh, it's something that uh, a lot of us need to come to the realization of and need to be prepared for. Uh, we're going to live longer these days, and uh, you're going to regret it if you don't at least plan for it. Next one on the list, Dan, is something else that people will say that they live to regret, and that's when it comes to the nursing home. And they say, you know what, I'm not going to ever go to the nursing home. I'd rather just be put out of my misery than have to end up there. And uh, gosh, then you look at the statistics, and you're like, hey, buddy, oh yeah, <laughs> look at this. No, it's, it's about one in two that you're going to need some type of custodial care mm. in your lifetime. That's incredible. And the reality is... Yeah, it is. And and Medicare doesn't pay for that. I mean, they pay for maybe like the first 20 days and then there's a deductible. But after 100 days, no, you're clearly on your own. Now, understand this. When I say custodial care, I mean helping you with the activities of daily living. Those types of things you never want anybody to assist you with, that's where people get to. And because we are living longer, this is just a fact. This is a reality. Yeah, being put out of your misery. Well, listen, it's not like you can just go down to the vet and ask to be euthanized. It doesn't work that way. 
And if you think that, you know, it's just not going to happen to you or that your kids are going to take care of you, well, maybe your kids are going to take care of you, but you need to have that discussion. And they may not be qualified to take care of you. So please don't put your head in the sand on this issue. I know it's not pleasant. I don't like thinking about it either. I mean, there are very few things more depressing when I visit a client in a nursing home. That wasn't the plan. But knowing that they have the financial resources to give them the best care, that it's not having an adverse effect on their healthy spouse, I mean, that just does wonders for them. I hope you plan for it, and I hope it never happens. Those are the winners in life. You know, the people who say, you know, it's not going to happen to me, and then end up in the nursing home, or the people who buy the insurance for it and end up in a nursing home, they're not winning. But what we need to understand is that this is a growing problem, and the government is less likely to do more for us in this area. There's just no money to do it. So until you spend down all of your assets, you need to be prepared for the strong possibility that your money is going to be there and the government's not going to be there to help you. If you're completely broke, yes, they will be there to help you. And there are some advanced strategies that some attorneys will offer uh, that can do it, but you know you can't implement these strategies once you're already ill. So this is a big one, folks. It really is. And it's, it's going to be one of the biggest ones in our generation as time goes by. And it's those of us who take the time to address it, who don't delude ourselves into believing that it's just not going to happen to us. Those are going to be the ones that are going to do more for their families and for themselves than everyone else who's just going to let it happen and let's just let the government take care of it. Not a good strategy. Last time I, you know, I saw the government in charge of something, it usually wasn't too good. So let's just be careful about this. Read the statistics. If you need more information on this topic, give our office a call. I'll be happy to send you some. And again, we're talking about some of the things that uh, people say that they live to regret. We're talking with Dan Capril on solving the financial puzzle about this. And again, you can get in touch with Dan and the team at Matson and Capril by calling 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. 844-QUIZ-DAN here in the Cincinnati and Dayton area. Last one, Dan, statement someone would live to regret would be when they say, I can always go back to work if I really have to. And although that may be the case, a lot of people regret kind of just throwing that out there. Well, first of all, a lot of this belief that you're going to be able to go back to the, the same job that you had before is, is, is not likely. Chances are you're going to be replaced when you leave the workforce by somebody younger. So usually when someone goes back into the workforce, they're going at a much lower paying job. Secondly, your health may not allow you to do that. So it may sound good in theory. It's probably not going to play out in reality. The people who go back to work, they're usually making a fraction of what they made before. And the only ones that are doing it happily are the ones who you know are just doing it because it's a hobby. It's something that they enjoy doing. So, again, be careful with that. You know, as you see the demographics change in the workforce, younger people are taking older people's jobs all the time. It's just not as simple as that. I've seen example time and time again of people saying, you know, I used to be an engineer and now nobody wants me. Well, unfortunately, there's engineers coming out of college all the time, and they're willing to do it at a much uh, lower cost. So. You know, we can we can use these as good excuses for not being good planners, but it's just not a good way to do it. And so, you know, to help you with that, to help you with a lot of this thought process, you know, one of the things that we do here our, for our listeners is we have something called the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. And I want to, again, encourage our listeners to go ahead and order. It's very simple to order. Just text the word RETIRE 
to 555-888. That's 555-888. And in there, we, we talk about a lot of the obstacles that you're going to be faced when it comes to retirement. Taxes are a big part of them. But some of these other issues that we, we raise, like long-term care, et cetera, get addressed in the materials that we send you. Uh, the copy of our book, Retirement Rescue, is part of the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. And in the book, Retirement Rescue, we get into those issues as it relates to long-term care. I also want to point out, and I do apologize to some of our listeners, we did have some technical difficulties last couple of weeks for some of you who might have ordered the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. If it has not arrived, go ahead and text again the word retire 555-888. We got the bugs worked out of that system and uh, we'll get it out to you. Really, we've been sending out quite a few of them, but it's a great toolkit. It, it has not only free report, it's got an audio piece in there, it's got a couple of different books, it's just got a lot of useful information that you're going to find helpful not only as it relates to tax planning, but some of the other issues that come up. And I think this can be very helpful for those of you who are approaching retirement. You may be already retired now. And if some of the issues that we brought up in the show, if they really hit a nerve with you, the Retirement Rescue Toolkit, I think, is going to be a very useful thing for you. So when you go ahead and you text uh, the word retire to 555-888, you're going to get a link. And then what you need to do is you need to click on the link, and then a little web page will pop up, scroll down, Click enter and you're going to enter in your information, your address, so we can send the kit to you. Now, don't worry. We're not going to bug you. We're not going to call you. We don't call listeners. Listeners call us. But we'll get that information out to you right away and that'll give you a good information you can start. So if you like some of the things that we've been talking about on the show, and I think a lot of things we talk about are a little different than what you're hearing on other shows, get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Again, text the word retire, 555-888. You'll get a link. Click the link. Enter your information. Really good stuff in there. Books, CDs, a lot of information I think you're going to enjoy. And it comes in a pizza box, actually. <laughs> so I think you'll like it. We, we enjoy putting them together. They're a lot of fun. But we've gotten a lot of great feedback, and uh, we're happy to share it. So again, if you've ordered in the past and you didn't get it because of a technical issue, please order again. So just be mindful that we'll be happy to send it to you. And if ultimately, if some of these issues are something you want to talk about, by all means, come on in. Give us a call. Go to quizdan.com. We'll work out a strategy. Try to give you an understanding about what our retirement rescue plan is all about, what our wealth coaching program is all about. All you have to do is text the word retire to 555-888. Text the word retire to 555-888, and you'll be in touch with Dan Capril and his team. You'll get that text back. Click on the link, fill out the quick information, and uh, boom, it'll be on its way to you. Just text the word retire to 555-888. And you'll be able to get that Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Text the word RETIRE to 555-888. Dan mentioned a few moments ago taxes. That's what we're going to delve into next here on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Right around the corner, it's Tales from the Tax Side. Stay tuned. With a constantly changing financial landscape, having a written, customized plan for retirement is more important than ever. In Cincinnati and Dayton, turn to Dan Capril and the team at Matson and Capril. Call 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. Lurking in the shadows and hiding in every investable asset. There is no escaping from Tales from the Tax Side with Dan Cabril. This is Tales from the Tax Side on Solving the Financial Puzzle, where Dan has a great story for us from the world of sometimes celebrities, sometimes politics. And I think that's where we're headed this week, right, Dan? 
Yes, we are. Uh, it's election year, and every time there's an election year, probably the one topic that gets talked about the most on average is taxes. Lately, sadly, because of some of the issues we're dealing with with terrorism, that is rightfully uh, the most common topic, but clearly taxes are a big issue. And this is a time of the year where to, to get votes, you either have a candidate to talk about dramatically slashing taxes, allowing people to keep more of their money, or you have people talking about raising taxes on a very, very small percentage of people with the idea that they're going to give a lot of freebies away to the other people. The first thing that we need to understand is that no president decides tax policy. It's a complicated thing. It starts in the House of Representatives. It goes through committees. It has to go through the Senate, and then the, and then the president signs it. And one of the things that we know is that people get elected to Congress largely to bring home the bacon. So every time I hear somebody say that they're going to dramatically change the tax code, I can't help but laugh about it. Because if you really did dramatically change it, if you were to say create something like a flat tax or just a national sales tax or something like that, you would be taking power away from the lawmakers. And that's not what they want to do. They want to keep the power. So, you know, right now you got you got Donald Trump talking about lowering taxes in some areas, raising taxes in the other. Ted Cruz has his plan. You got Bernie Sanders not talking about cutting taxes at all, but basically making college free and making Medicare available to everybody. These things come with huge cost implications. Every time somebody suggests that taxes could be cut, the theory is that it will boost the economy to the point where treasury revenues will grow. And there is a lot of evidence to show that that's the case. It certainly happened when Bill Clinton did it. It happened when JFK did it. It happened when Ronald Reagan did it. The problem, of course, was people didn't stop spending. So as more treasury revenues came in, they just kept spending more. You know, they could have said, well, we'll keep spending where it is and we'll take this extra treasury revenue and we'll either use it to pay down debt or we'll use it to lower taxes or we'll put in a rainy day fund. No, they don't do any of that stuff. They just go ahead and they, they keep spending it. And in the case, like, say, of Bernie Sanders, who wants to give away free education, a lot of other things to people, and only tax, say, in his case, the 1%, understand there really aren't that many people earning that amount. So it makes great politics. I mean, it's a great soundbite, but the math just doesn't hold up. You would have to raise taxes on just about everybody. In fact, you'd probably have to apply taxes to people who don't even pay taxes now to give all of the things that these candidates are promising. Because also keep in mind, there's other things that the government is currently paying for, like Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, military, all of these things. So we have to be a little bit careful about that. Now, one thing I think you should be prepared for is that no matter who's president, taxes may very well go up in the future. And I say that because we're running at $19 trillion worth of debt right now. And it grows like crazy all the time. Just servicing the interest on that is a huge, huge number. And we got retirees growing every single day. Every day, 10,000 baby boomers turn age 65. So we have them leaving the workforce in mass. You got fewer people in the workforce. And the people who are leaving the workforce are becoming more and more reliant on government services. So that means that the percentage of your retirement savings, your 401ks, your IRAs, that type of stuff, that stuff hasn't yet been taxed. And if they raise taxes in the future for whatever reason, there's going to be a bigger, bigger piece of that nest egg of yours that's going to go to the IRS. The IRS has a tax lien on your savings. You need to understand that. And I strongly recommend you think about taking the steps necessary to reduce it. And there's a number of different strategies that you can do. Sometimes it's better to pay the tax now versus later. 
depending on your situation. It can be complicated. It has to be customized to you. But if you're just going to go blindly into retirement and hope they cut taxes, well, I think you're in for a rude awakening. It really doesn't matter who's president. The, the truth of the matter is that the government has needs, and those needs continue to grow as politicians come up with more and more ways in which the government should service the, the people in their mind. You have younger people nowadays who are kind of buying into that logic, who are voting for candidates who are going to give them free college. And if they win, the money's going to have to come from somewhere. And it's probably going to come partially from your retirement savings. So you need to be aware of that. You need to take the steps. Now, that's why we developed the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. The Retirement Rescue Toolkit not only talks about all the, the issues that you're faced with retirement, like health care and, and portfolio volatility, but the Retirement Rescue Toolkit has a lot of information on the steps that you can take to have a tax-free retirement, to, to do things today so that if they raise taxes in the future, you're not going to be affected by that. And I really recommend that our listeners get a copy of the toolkit. It's free to our listeners. It's very easy to order. Just text the word RETIRE to 555-888 on your cell phone. That's 555-888. Text the word RETIRE. Or if you don't like to text, you can go to quizdan.com and just click on the button that says Quiz Dan and say, send me the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. When you do text, you'll get a little link. you got to click on the link, and then there'll be a little page that'll come up. You want to enter. Enter in your data so we can mail it out to you. Don't worry, we're not going to call you or anything like that. We're not even going to ask for your phone number. We're just going to send you the information that you want because we think it is that important. But be very careful here. You've got politicians promising all kinds of things. It's easy to promise stuff. And then it's easy to blame Congress when you don't get the things that you want. You have to be prepared for the probability that taxes will go up no matter who is president because we're just faced with too many issues as a country. And I don't hear anybody talking about people becoming more self-reliant and us becoming more lean and mean as a country. I hear more and more about the role that government can play in your life. And if that's the case, well, you're going to have to pay for it. So get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. It's a very useful tool to at least understand the things that you're up against. And if you have questions on these issues, feel free to give us a call. I'll be happy to sit down with you. We can get a feel for your situation, what you're faced with as it relates to taxation. Maybe there are strategies we can employ now that could give you a tax-free retirement. So no matter what Congress does, you don't have to worry about it. You know, Take advantage of that. We don't charge for our consultations. Happy to sit down, get a feel for things. And you know what? If you're heading in the right direction, you don't need our help. We'll be the first ones to tell you. But if you need help, we'll give you direction. Our planning is not based on the sale of a product. Our planning is based on giving you a very specific strategy. And again, here is what you need to do to get that Retirement Rescue Toolkit, which covers taxes and situations like we just covered on Tales from the Tax Side, but also many other topics like we've discussed on Solving the Financial Puzzle today. Get your own Retirement Rescue Toolkit by texting the word RETIRE to 555-888. That's just the number 555-888. Text the word RETIRE. You'll get that link, click on it, fill out the brief information, and then you'll have that Retirement Rescue Toolkit on its way to you. Text the word RETIRE to 555-888, the number 555-888, and in the message field, just put the word RETIRE. Now, Dan, we always like to end the week by giving away a book to the best question that comes into us on quizdan.com. So what's this week's book? This week's book is called The Behavior Gap, and it's by Carl Richards. Carl Richards is known for doing incredible drawings about common sense on napkins. 
<laughs> he actually has gotten quite wealthy doing it. And he's a financial advisor. And one of the things that, that he points out in his book, The Behavior Gap, is that behavior is the thing that keeps us from really achieving our goals as it relates to financial matters. We allow emotion to get in the way. And we don't really think it through. We think we're acting logically, but most cases we're not. And if we can fill that gap, if we can fill that gap with more logic than emotion, where our chances for success grow dramatically. I mean, we all know that we're supposed to buy when prices are low and sell when they're high. And yet time and again, I see people doing the complete opposite. And the reason is just, it's fear. Fear gets in the way, or even greed gets in the way. You know, we were talking earlier, you know, about, you know, people just, you know, maybe wanting to put all their money in one stock or something like that, or, or not balancing their portfolio because things are going well. That's all behavior. And behavior, the gap in our behavior is what prevents us from, from achieving these things. So The Behavior Gap by Carl Richards, great book, a funny book. You'll really enjoy it, and I give it out quite often. So go to quizdan.com, best question of the week. I'll send you The Behavior Gap by Carl Richards. Again, that's quizdan.com, where you go to submit those questions, quizdan.com. A quick reminder that you can get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit by texting the word RETIRE to 555-888. Text the word RETIRE to 555-888. Click the link and fill out the information, and you'll get that in the mail. Retirement Rescue Toolkit can be yours. You can also set up a time for a one-on-one review of your financial situation. Come in and meet with certified financial planner Dan Caprill. Nikki Early and the great team at Matson and Capril serving you throughout Cincinnati and Dayton. They have offices in multiple locations, including Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and even Northern Kentucky. Get a portfolio MRI, get a look deep down into your financial plan, and discover what needs to change, what needs to be fixed. Dan and his team can help you do that, and all you have to do is call 844-QUIZ-DAN to set up that time to meet. 844-784-9326. Get a complimentary review today when you call 844-QUIZ-DAN. Dan, that wraps it up for us this week. Thanks, as always, for your help, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Same here, Walter. Everybody have a great week. Absolutely. Again, call Dan at 844 844- Quiz Dan. Go to quizdan.com or text the word retire to 555-888. Lots of ways to plug in and get involved. We'll talk to Dan and Nikki and the rest of the team next week. Thanks so much for joining us on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Have a great week. Information provided on today's show is provided for information purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Dan Capril is an investment advisor representative of MPM Wealth Advisors and Capril Wealth Coaching, LLC. Both firms are registered investment advisors. To obtain a copy of Form ADV and a private policy statement for either firm, call 800-353-7923.